You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, it's Friday. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. We are going to do a lot of odds and ends, wrapping up a lot of stuff. So let's get started. First, let's talk a little bit more DeAndre Ayton because we've been talking about him quite a bit. Now, the Phoenix Suns have rejected offers in the past to make him a max player. But now I think that when you see what he's done in the playoffs, when you see how good he's been, how instrumental he has been, and the improvement that he's made, I think it's difficult to not pay him. Now, you might say, well, what's different now? Well, when you get into the playoffs and when you're competing for a championship and you see game in and game out how important he is, that's probably something that the Suns have also donned on as well, thinking to themselves, okay, we've got to pay this guy. So, a lot of the people asking, is DeAndre Ayton going to get paid? I would imagine that he's going to get paid this offseason because if he doesn't, there's going to be a team out there like the Spurs that is going to pay for him. And if I would imagine the Suns would match that because as good as JaVel McGee has been, let's be honest, he's not DeAndre Ayton. And that's, I think, a, a little bit of the issue for this Arizona, excuse me, for this Arizona Wildcats, uh, or Arizona Wildcats, for this Phoenix Suns team. The thing that's really impressive about him too is how he's been able to expand his game, how he's been able to go from just being kind of a 16-foot jump shooter. Now he's making plays in the post. Now he's finishing around the rim. He's not getting the free throws he would like, but when you're shooting 70% and they're not all just dunks, Clint Capella type stuff, you got to be pretty happy with where you're at. Um, A lot of people are now asking, is he going to go down as – Does he have the possibility of going down as the best U of A pro ever? I would doubt it, but you can't really dismiss or poo-poo that possibility anymore. That's the kind of improvements he's made. So I would expect him to be staying in the Valley for a long, long time. All right. Sam Thomas as well, sticking on the local pro flavor. Sam Thomas, ex-U of A women's basketball great. Made a spot with the Phoenix Mercury that surprised absolutely nobody. Now, she wasn't drafted, but when you look at Sam, she's six foot one. She's a fantastic defender, one of the best defenders in the entire country. She's a team player. She's going to do everything you want. I don't. She'll probably never be a star in the WNBA, but she's going to be able to stick around there for a long time when – somebody like Adia Barnes speaks in such glowing terms about someone, you know that they're probably on the right path. And Sam Thomas is certainly that. I'm ecstatic to see her on the roster. Um, I don't know what kind of play she's going to be getting because obviously the Mercury are one of the better teams in the league. You've got three star players. That's that's not even including Brittany Griner, who is still uh, not on the roster. So again, probably not going to play a ton, But it wouldn't surprise me at all if she does just because she's that type of player. And she's certainly proven herself at this point that she is that type of talent, that she can be able to do that. So Sam Thomas, a big, big shout out right there. Also because, let's be honest here, she was around and Ari McDonald was obviously the spearhead. But Sam Thomas was around during the emergence of Arizona women's basketball 
And there's always going to be a little bit of a, a nostalgia for that era, kind of like it is with 88 Arizona men's basketball. Maybe it's not the best team ever, but it's the one that really laid the groundwork. And Sam Thomas was certainly on that team and she was a big part of what they did right there. So Sam Thomas, big kudos. Another thing, built bar. You watch Sam Thomas, you watch DeAndre Ayton, you're thinking to yourself, wow, those are some pretty strong, compact athletes right there. They're training, obviously, but at the same time, I think we can be honest here. They're probably consuming built bar. When you consume built bar, it tastes good. On top of that, there's protein in it. It's like having a candy bar that's actually good for you. Check it out. Taking a quick break. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, like I said, it's Friday, so we're all over the place. We're wrapping up some loose ends. Chip Hale, Arizona baseball. Um, I was fine with the Chip Hale hire. A lot of people didn't like it. They wanted an established uh, college baseball coach. Arizona's a top 10 program. You lost Jay Johnson, who you know was good here. Not great, but he was good. You lost Jay Johnson, so I think a lot of people wanted somebody like a Jay Johnson, a young up-and-comer like he was from Nevada, and instead you bring in Chip Hale, an ex-Major uh, League Baseball manager, arguably the best player to ever play at the University of Arizona. And when you watch the product on the field this year, it's certainly been inconsistent. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But I think it's difficult to look at Chip Hale and say that he looks in over his head. Now, there are certain things about this team that – you know, you would like cleaned up. Uh, mainly the fielding and the pitching is not good. I don't really blame the pitching so much on him because he wasn't left much pitching. But the fielding is something that you should be able to control, and they've had a lot of multi-error games this year that have led to losses that they probably shouldn't have had. But overall, this is a team It's not going to host, but it'll probably make it'll probably make the postseason, and it's a dangerous team if they make the postseason. Again, probably not going to host, but – I'm going to withhold any kind of major judgment on Chip Hale until we get a little bit later on, obviously, in his career. I'm saying year two or three. That's when I'm going to really start looking at Chip Hale and saying, okay, what uh, what, uh, what are we looking at here? You know, he's brought in a big recruiting class. It's hard with baseball because you really don't know who's who, who's good, who's not. So – you know, going to withhold judgment there as well. But Chip Hale certainly does not look out of place. So I would I would advise giving him time because this could certainly work out. All right. Now, if you wanted to bet on Arizona baseball, you wanted to bet on Arizona basketball, the place where you would go is Bet Online Sportsbook. It's the one-stop shop. You got promos. You got uh, any kind of lines you want. It's been around. It's not going anywhere. People trust it. Check out Bet Online Sportsbook. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona men's basketball. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Dalen Terry. It's always been kind of a uh, assumption that Dalen Terry was going to go or was going to come back to college. A lot of people still think that. I still, uh, I don't know. But he's starting to get a little bit of first-round buzz now, and that was something that I think a lot of people worried about, mainly because – Dalen Terry is a legit six foot eight. He can handle the ball. He can pass. He can pass. He's not a great scorer, but he's got potential in that. It's not like he's somebody that you can't show. And as the season went on, he became a much better shooter. He became a player that was timely in his scoring. He certainly understands the game. 
I would recommend he comes back because I think he goes from being a fringe first round pick to somebody that I think is a guaranteed first round pick and somebody that could maybe even move himself up into the lottery. I think he takes advantage. I think he would take advantage of Tommy Lloyd's coaching. I think that he would be perfectly for what they want to do. Now, let's say you don't have Dale and Terry if you're Arizona. That changes the equation immensely. All Then you're looking and you need playmakers because – Kirk Creesa, Pella Larson off the dribble aren't necessarily playmakers. Azulis Tabellas, you're going to need to be an all-conference type player. Um, but you don't you you lose a lot if you lose Dalen Terry. And I think at that point you've got to find a real impactful transfer to you know make Arizona what it what it should be. Because if you lose Dalen Terry, then you're looking at the rest of the conference and you're like, all right, well, UCLA is better, Oregon probably better. Um you know, USC could be better. There's a lot of different avenues in place that um, if Dalen Terry comes back, you could see Arizona making a real run by the end of the season. If Dalen Terry doesn't come back, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. So we're going to keep a close eye on that. But again, a little shorter of an episode for the Friday. Just wanted to say, just want to kind of wrap up some loose ends. Everybody out there, you have a great weekend and we will be back with you on Monday on Locked On Wildcats.